Welcome to Spark of Faith. This is your host, Kristen Fitch. Each day on the show, I'll be bringing you words of encouragement and stories that are inspiring and will lift you up and provide you with hope to go into your day and just feel a little lighter, a little more hopeful. And on occasion, we'll bring on guests and talk about great and important topics about gathering together and fellowship and faith and how we can just be more beautiful, loving humans. Here we go. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Spark of Faith. This is your host, Kristen. And today I want to talk about how do we serve? How do we try to be the hands and feet of Christ? Hey, hey, welcome back, beautiful friends to Spark of Faith. This is your host, Kristen. And today I want to talk about an idea that I think, I guess for some time I've been talking about this idea and I have no idea if other people talk about it. It's just something that I, one day as I was thinking about sort of work I do, you know, things I do, how I impact people, you know, this idea had come to me. But whether this is a common idea or not, this is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the ministry of you. And what I mean by that is, is in the Christian community, I think so many times if we aren't a pastor or a priest, if we aren't a um, someone in the church in the ministry, you know, like, oh, I'm in the youth ministry, I'm in the music ministry, something like that. If we don't have a role in the church, often then we don't always think of ourselves, unless maybe you're a missionary or something like that. You don't necessarily think of yourselves as having your own ministry, unless you literally have your own ministry. I mean, I know people that obviously connected with churches, but they have a ministry. But my the thing I want to see to you all is, each one of us is, you know, has a ministry. We are our own ministry. We don't have to call it a ministry. We don't have to use those certain words. We don't have to register it. I mean, not unless we're trying to get the benefit or nonprofit benefits of that. But what I'm saying is, it's how we show up in the world. It's how we choose to act. It's how we choose to show up as a Christian. It's how we choose to show up in each other's lives. It's how we choose to spend our money. But that's the idea. The ministry of you just means what you do in your life, what the legacy is that you're leaving now through your work, through maybe, you know, um, contributions, through prayers, through how you've mentored people, all these things, though, this legacy you're building, creating the impact that you're having in the world. That's everything from conversations you're having with people, the way you mentor, teach people, the way you guided people, the information you imparted on people. And of course, the way you acted in the way that you let people felt held, the way you loved on people, the way you gave people hope in the world, I hope. But that's what we're talking about here. And I want to start off by sharing with you a part of scripture from Hebrews, which says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And that's Hebrews 10, 24. But I think, you know, that's what I'm talking about. The ministry of you is how are you showing up in the world? And are we aware that how we're showing up in the world and how we choose to uh, be in the world, how we choose to spend our time, how we choose to spend our money. Are we building up the kingdom of God or are we just building up our own kingdom? 
But I think most of us are having impact in the world. And I'm sure over time that might change. We might have a greater impact. We might have, you know, as we walk on our faith journey, I think, and we grow in faith and we grow in more obedience, I think then our impact, right? The ministry that we have in the world grows as well. And I just think a lot of people think, oh, I'm not in ministry. But what I'm saying to you is we need to shift that definition to say each one of us, each one of us followers of Christ are the ministry, right? So I think we just have to remember just like Jesus's life, you know, of course he's, I mean, he's Jesus, but I'm saying like his life is a ministry. It is the ministry, but each of us has some small part to play in that as well. And I think we do ourselves a disservice as Christians by not realizing that impact, by not realizing that it's not just when we're in the church, it's not when we're just helping in a Sunday school class, it's not just when we're part of a ministry, right? An organized ministry. And those things are all amazing and great and needed. But I don't want us to lose the impact, the importance of our work in our day-to-day lives. And I've seen all different statistics for this, and I don't know what the real number is. But think about how many people you interact with every single day. Now, if you live in a small town, this is going to be a much smaller number. Or if you're somebody with a huge um, outreach or social media following, or you've written lots of books, so maybe you have millions and millions and millions of people that follow you and connect with you. But for the average person that lives in a good size area or a city, and you don't necessarily have a social presence, so in other words, not not even accounting for that, they say that you might meet three people every day in your life. Well, that number could be up to 80,000 people you're interacting with, you know, not just to like see them from afar, but maybe you said hi to them in the grocery store, you had a quick conversation, you saw them at church, they're in your neighborhood. Now, for some, I'm sure that number is much smaller. Some numbers said 10,000 people. And then many of us have online following, so we have other people we might connect with in some way. But you get the point. These numbers are big. So what I'm trying to tell you is think about a teacher in a classroom. Every year she has, you know, 20-some students or more per class, and she has multiple classes each year. That's a good number of students. Just like my husband, he's a coach. Up till recently, he had three sports teams, well, just soccer teams. He had other teams too, like basketball. And each of those teams had, oh, let's see, uh, under 20 kids each, but it was almost 60 kids every year he was coaching. And yes, a lot of those kids were the same. A lot of those kids stayed with him for many years, but that's a lot of impact, right? And then we have all those parents he was impacting. But I'm just getting to a point in saying it. You have such impact in the world, even if you live in the tiniest of towns and in your lifetime, you only connect with 50 people. That's still 50 people that your message or, you know, the messages you want to share through your actions, through your words are going to get to those people, right? And of course, if you're sharing the love and hope and the, um, you know, the promise of Christ, you know, of course, that's that's in the end sort of what we're getting to, right? Where we're going with this. But, you know, we're all at different, we all are different parts, right? Of this whole 
um, effort, meaning that some of us are going to be the ones that are reaching out to people with those exact messages. Others of us are just going to be examples of Christ. And I want to share a paragraph with you from the book, Standing Strong by Allie Worthington. She says, what does God want done that he's asking you to help him with? Is his heart broken because of the injustice of trafficking and he put the dream in your heart to raise money to fight it? Does he want the second grade children in your town to have a loving teacher to develop them? And he nudged you to apply for the job. Does he want a local business to thrive so the owners can continue doing good in the community? And he wants you to pitch yourself as a new marketing person. God called us all to do good works, not to earn our salvation, not to earn his love, not to prove we are worthy, but because he loves us, saves us, and gives us new hearts to love others. God delights in partnering with you for his purposes, and it's time you believe that. You're not an evil villain plotting to take over the world. You're a woman of God partnering with him to make the world right here, right now, a better place. When Jesus spoke of the kingdom and the gospels, he was also talking about the here and now, not just in heaven. What does God want with you in his kingdom here and now? Whether you're delivering comfort food to a grieving family, rocking a baby in the nursery, folding laundry and praying for a friend, growing garden that feeds your family, or growing a nonprofit that feeds the world, it all matters to God. And it is work that builds the kingdom right here. He wants me and you and all of us to get over our self-doubt and start living the lives he created us to live. And that starts with the small decisions we make every day. Mm, I love that. And I just want to leave you with the idea that I hope you'll put a little thought into what is the ministry of you stand for? Does your ministry, the way you show up in the world, does it reflect how you want to show up in the world as a Christian, as a Jesus follower? So I would just ask you, spend a little time reflecting on that. And remember, just like our our walk in faith, it is a ever-changing, ever-improving journey on how we show up and how we actually are in the world. So that's it for today. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to Spark of Faith. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. So thanks again. And we send a weekly little encouragement email as well. Just go to sparkoffaith.com and enter your email address. And we would love to encourage you in your inbox as well. 